we covered him fairly accurately, and I think there were some things that he did that he didn't want to be out there, but that's just sort of how it goes. But I think the press played a very interesting role in the you know rise and fall of Travis and how the company has fared so far. Throughout the book, there are loads of examples of leaks or journalists overhearing things that they weren't supposed to. But Uber really got it wrong over the Gramercy dinner, which was originally meant to be damage control for Kalanick's image. Now, you were there. Can you tell us that story? So I was in one part of it. I was not at the dinner. I made that distinction only because that dinner was supposed to be off the record. But someone else didn't get the memo. Um, (laughs) So there's this part in 2015 where Travis is feeling targeted. He Every profile of him is just about how he's a tech bro and a, a huge jerk or like uh, denigrates women or, or whatever. And so their big idea was like, okay, we're going to go on a, a charm offensive and just like make people like him, right? And I did meet him earlier in the day at like an off the record thing, but I was not apparently VIP enough to be invited to the dinner later on. <laughs> but uh, there's this dinner that they have and they have like some famous people, I guess Edward Norton, the actor, was like an early user of Uber and friends with Travis. So he was there weirdly <laughs> and a few other famous people. So Ben Smith of BuzzFeed, editor-in-chief of BuzzFeed, shows up as well. And Ben was not told it was an off-the-record dinner. He's just the last-minute addition invited by the author, Michael Wolf, uh, who was there. And so Ben is sitting, and, you know, it's like a perfunctory dinner, like just sort of being charmed by the executives. And one of the executives across the table uh, named Emil Michael, uh, who is Travis's sort of chief business officer guy, starts talking about how awful these journalists are to Uber and to Travis and to Emil and how unfair it is. And this one particular journalist, Sarah Lacey, is the one who just will not stop going after him. And what if we started digging into their lives and we spent a million dollars hiring opposition researchers to dig into their personal lives and, and start throwing that dirt out there. And Ben Smith is sitting there and he can't believe he's serious. He's like, what, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, don't you think that if the press found out about you doing that, that you would be even even worse trouble? And Emil goes, well, they wouldn't find out about us doing it. We would just do it. And wow. then, <laughs> And then um, Ben Smith, you know, politely thanked them for a nice evening, went home and typed up his story and published it the next day. <laughs> so it didn't really work out that well. After the break, Mike tells us how this pattern of bad PR mistakes ended up costing Kalanick his empire and Uber its reputation. The last straw was uh, Travis berating a driver on camera. Like, there's really the power of, like, a video of the CEO of a company basically saying that the driver's worth nothing or, like, that they don't matter, their feelings don't matter, whatever, was very powerful. Everyone was just like, well, this is what he thinks of his workforce. You know, this is what he thinks of the millions of people who drive for the company. More on that after the break. The way things are isn't the way they have to be. But knowing what to challenge and how to change it isn't always clear. That's why independent journalism has never mattered more. When we are free to follow any lead and question any authority, we can confront the status quo, uncover vital alternatives and bring clarity to the world's most complex issues. We can help our readers understand the world. So together we can fight for a better one. Hope is power. And with your support, you'll always find it at The Guardian. Welcome back to Chips With Everything. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. 